afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Deadline Philippines begins right now. The world passing yet another grim milestone as it awaits final approvals on life-saving COVID-19 vaccines. Nearly a year since COVID-19 was first reported in China, confirmed infections have now surpassed 60.3 million based on the latest tally by the U.S.-based Johns Hopkins University. More than 1.4 million deaths have been recorded, while recoveries stand at 38.6 million. But the real scale of the pandemic could be worse, with many countries only testing patients who are showing symptoms. The U.S. remains to be the worst hit, with 12.7 million cases and more than 262,000 deaths. India comes second, with 9.2 million infections, followed by Brazil with 6.1 million. South Korea reporting its highest daily case count on Thursday, even after it reimposed tighter COVID-19 restrictions. The daily tally exceeded 500 for the first time since March 6. The country is grappling with a third wave of infections that has forced its government to further strengthen social distancing rules on the capital Seoul and surrounding regions this week. The latest measure included closing down bars and nightclubs, as well as limiting religious gatherings and restricting on-site dining at restaurants and cafes. Germany planning to extend and tighten measures against the novel coronavirus until at least December 20. German Chancellor Angela Merkel says they are likely to extend them into January. But rules will be eased over the Christmas holidays to allow families and friends to celebrate together. Starting December 1st, private gatherings will be limited to five people. However, over Christmas, that limit will be increased to 10, excluding children. Authorities are appealing to the public to avoid social contact for a week ahead of their family visits. On Wednesday, the number of deaths from the virus reached a daily record of 410 in Germany. That's up from just 49 on November 2nd, when the country imposed a month-long lockdown to rein in a second wave of the virus. Well, here at home, local authorities and the Philippine Tourism Department are investigating a Halloween party in Boracay for allegedly violating physical distancing and health protocols. Acting Mayor Frolibar Bautista says organizers of the party were fined 5,000 pesos. The Boracay Interagency Task Force also mulling the local government's possible liability. Meron kasi mga organizer na dinala doon sa isang private house. Doon sila nag-party-party nung sa Halloween. Kaya hindi akagad na, na ano, nakita kasi sa may area na malayo sa bitya so hindi sa masyado makikita. The Philippines on Wednesday reported 1,200 new cases, bringing the total in the country to more than 422,000. Over 8,200 have died, while nearly 387,000 have recovered from the disease. The Philippine Health Department warns against so-called super-spreader events ahead of the holiday season. That's after a group of researchers identified some areas in the country that have seen an uptick in COVID-19 cases. Rafael Bosano has that story for us. 
60 million Filipinos. That's how many are targeted to be immunized against COVID-19. For infectious disease expert Dr. Benjamin Ko, as long as the vaccines have a high efficacy rate, this number is enough to achieve what is called herd immunity. Certain population can be protected from a certain virus. A threshold of vaccination is reached. Herd immunity is achieved by protecting people from a virus and not by exposing them to it. Take, for instance, a group of 10 people. If six of them are inoculated with a vaccine, there is a high chance that the spread of the illness will be suppressed. That will create an immunity even to those who has not or hindi nakatanggap pa ng vaccine dahil majority na ng population nagde-develop na ng antibody para hindi na makaspread yung virus. A lot of the known vaccines that are in the race to be the world's answer to stopping the pandemic claim to have a high efficacy rate. This is extremely important in order to achieve herd immunity. But while the world is focused on the hope of returning to their normal ways of living because of a vaccine, no one should let down their guards. In the capital region, 9 out of 17 local governments have seen an uptick in cases. The reproduction number has also slightly risen. Makati City, Baguio City, Lucena in Quezon, Batangas City, and Capas in Tarlac remain to be high-risk areas in Luzon. Davao City and Pagadian are also considered high-risk areas in Mindanao, while there are no areas seen as high-risk in the Visayas for now. The reason behind the increase in cases in some areas remain unclear according to the Octa Group. The opening of the economy, an effect of the consecutive typhoons or pandemic fatigue could have caused it. But what is clear at this point if the trend continues, it would indicate a gradual rise in COVID-19 cases. And because the public are now beginning to go out and meet with peers as the Yuletide season peaks, the health department warns the public against super spreader events. Ang super spreading is where the transmission of the virus is suddenly amplified. Kapag mass gathering, that is a potential no, for a super spreader event. Lalo na nga po kung tayo ay magpupunta dun sa mga matataong lugar kung saan ang mga tao ay dikit-dikit, uh, wala ng one meter physical distancing o yung mga makaramihan po ng mga events na meron na kulog po ang lugar. Rafael Bosano, ABS-CBN News. A nurses group appeals to the Philippine government to lift the cap on the number of health care workers who can be deployed overseas. Filipino Nurses United Secretary General Jocelyn Andamo says over 13 to 19,000 nurses go abroad every year, making the 5,000 deployment cap just too small. Andamo also calls the overseas deployment ban irrational and unnecessary. We want to work here. But then, wala kami na, nararamdamang pagmamahal or pagmamalasakit sa amin. Sana kalingain naman ang mga nurses na nagkakalinga din sa ating mga kababayan. We hope that our policies would uh, ensure to uh, take care of the labor rights mm -hmm. of uh, nurses no? with regards to wages, uh, benefits, security okay. of tenure, uh, and workload. We also appeal to the government, to our legislators, the lower house and senate, that our private sector nurses we will be given the subsidy so that they will also have an increase in salary. A University of the Philippines Manila graduate tops the 2020 Physician Licensure Exam. Jomel Garcia 
Lapides led this year's newest doctors with a rating of 88.67%. Lapides, a nursing graduate, also ranked first in the 2011 PRC Nursing Licensure Examination with a rating of 88.4%. Tiffany Grace Uy, who graduated with the highest post-war grade from the University of the Philippines, Diliman, in 2015, ranked fifth. A total of 3,538 examinees out of 4,700 passed. Among this year's new batch of physicians, Vice President Lenny Robredo's daughter, Tricia Robredo. The Vice President celebrated Tricia's achievement in a tweet. Congratulations to all of you. Moving on, 15 quarrying firms around Mayon Volcano in the Philippine province of Albay ordered to halt their operations due to alleged violations. The Mines and Geosciences Bureau in Bicol says nine of the operators were excavating outside their permit area, while six firms have none or expired environmental compliance certificates. Environment Secretary Roy Simato earlier ordered the suspension of quarrying operations around Mayon following Super Typhoon Rolly's onslaught last month. Initial investigation had showed some quarry operators left their stockpiles in the middle of the river, which were then washed away by floodwaters and submerged homes. On Friday, po, we have already uh, left, uh, wrote the letter to the governor. Lahat po pwede nang magpatuloy subject to strict monitoring of the terms and conditions of the ATC and the contract. And yung siyam and then yung anim, bali 15 po yan, wag muna po. Wag muna. Subject muna doon sa rehabilitation or securing of the necessary ATC. The Philippine House of Representatives on Wednesday adopted a resolution declaring a climate and environmental emergency. House Res Resolution Number 1377 also calls for the mobilization of government agencies towards the effective implementation of climate change adaptation and disaster risk reduction and management laws. The declaration aims to empower local government units to better deal with calamities linked to climate change. This comes on the heels of strong and devastating typhoons in the country which some blame on the warming of the seas. If we enact a law, and that law will just be ink on paper. Uh -oh. I but want people's hope. We uh -oh. need to fund it, populate it with the brightest, brilliant minds and scientists with willpower to get the job done. We should look at this not politically, but through the science. Mm -hmm. We should be based on empirical evidence, not on who is in charge. The National Disaster and Risk Reduction Management Council is set to create a dam safety committee following calls to transfer the power to open dam gates to the agency. This as criticisms mount against the National Irrigation Authority over its decision to release water from the Magat Dam at the height of Typhoon Ulysses. That decision allegedly caused the massive flooding in northern Luzon. Kung ilalagay natin yan sa NDRMC, uh, alam naman natin yan ay konseho, mag-uusap pa yan, magkakaroon ng konsensus. Baka tumagal yung desisyon natin ay hindi kaagad tayo makapagpalabas uh, ng tubig. Uh, pwede siguro i-create natin yung committee as an oversight to uh, the two agencies or two organizations concerned, Pag-asa at saka yung mga damang leaders in preparing for uh, in preparing for uh, 
the approach of a typhoon. But ang decision talaga ay dyan pa rin sa uh, pag-asa at sa kadamanagers dahil sila ang nakakita doon sa aktual na sitwasyon. Cagayan Governor Manuel Mamba apologizes after a controversial remark that disparaged Muslims. During Wednesday's Senate hearing on flood control projects, Mamba had appealed for help from lawmakers to rehabilitate the Cagayan River to entice tourists and investors there. But in his attempt to convince lawmakers to help the flood-hit province, the governor linked the peace and order situation there to the alleged absence of Muslims. Hours after the hearing, the Cagayan Public Information Office clarified the governor actually meant it was a peaceful or it was peaceful in the province because there were no extremists in the Muslim community there. The Senate has approved on third and final reading the proposed 4.5 trillion peso national budget for next year. All 22 senators present voted to approve the general appropriations bill. The only ones who failed to vote were Senator Ronald De La Rosa, who is still recovering from COVID-19, and detained Senator Laila De Lima, who is facing drug charges. Among the amendments the Senate included in the 2021 spending bill, an additional 10 billion peso funding for the procurement and distribution of COVID-19 vaccines and the continued hiring of contact tracers. The Senate and the House of Representatives will next convene in a bicameral conference committee to reconcile their versions of the budget. Lawmakers are aiming, rather, to have the 2021 general appropriations bill signed into law by President Duterte before the year ends. Philippine senators defer the passage of a tax bill that's key to the recovery of the country's pandemic-hit economy. That's after Senator Richard Gordon fumed over the non-exemption of Subic Bay and other freeport zones in the country. Gordon was surprised that the Subic Bay Freeport Zone was mentioned in the proposed corporate recovery and tax incentives for enterprises or CREATE bill. The measure seeks to rationalize incentives for investors in the country. But Gordon asserted it would kill investments in those Freeport Zones. The essence of the Freeport is the free flow or movement of goods and capital. Because if you put handcuffs on Subic, Subic will simply die, Mr. President. It will, it will have to go through a lot of uh, bureaucratic rigmarole. The Senate, which was supposed to make that pass the CREATE bill on second and third reading Wednesday night, agreed to tackle the measure today before the chamber approves the proposed 2021 national budget. Gordon helped build the Subic Freeport Zone as the chairman of the Subic Bay Metropolitan Authority. The sports world mourning the death of Argentinian football legend Diego Maradona. Maradona suffered a heart attack in his home in Buenos Aires on Wednesday, less than a month after his 60th birthday. This report tells us more. Soccer World Cup winner and one of the sport's biggest icons, Diego Maradona, died on Wednesday. He suffered a heart attack at his home in the suburbs of Buenos Aires, less than a month after his 60th birthday, and just weeks after undergoing brain surgery. Maradona is described by many as the best ever soccer player. His greatest achievement came at the 1986 World Cup, where he was instrumental in Argentina's eventual victory. In the quarter-final against England, he scored two of the most famous goals of all time. First came the notorious Hand of God, where he punched the ball into the net, followed by a sublime solo dribbling effort past most of the opposition 
before hitting the target. But his career also suffered tremendous lows, starting with defeat in the final of the 1990 World Cup. That was followed by a failed drug test at the tournament four years later in the United States, when Maradona was ultimately sent home in disgrace. Years of drug use, overeating and alcoholism punctured his stellar career. He nearly died of a cocaine-induced heart failure in 2000. Maradona's club career saw him win trophies in his native Argentina with Boca Juniors, in Spain with Barcelona and most famously in Italy with Napoli, where he is still held in great affection. He also edged out his great Brazilian rival Pelé to be named FIFA's Player of the Century. And that'll do it for today. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Play back this newscast too on ANC's YouTube channel and on ANC 24-7 on Facebook. Keep safe, everyone, as you keep it here on ANC.